This is the Six Man Show, an Orlando Magic podcast, with your hosts, Will Robles and Jonathan Osborne, covering all things Magic basketball. Five fans, four fans. Go Magic. What's going on, Orlando Magic fans? You are back with the Sixth Man Show with your boys Jonathan and Will. What's going on? It is August 1st, 2019, Thursday night. We are recording this, obviously tonight. You guys will be hearing this Monday. Yep. I don't know why I said it like that, but that was kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know why you yeah, said it like I that I don't either. know. Will, how was your day? Good, good. Just got off of work at 8, so. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. My day, my day was pretty solid. Had a nice hour and 45-minute drive home thanks to all this uh, rain and and wonderful weather that we've had. Don't know if you people in Central Florida have been having a bunch of rain, but on the forecast, it's supposed to rain like the next seven days in a row here in the Tampa Bay area. So that's always trash. It just seems to do that every summer, though. Here we have like a month and a half where All it just time, rains yeah. every every single day. So, but let's get right into this week's episode. So we're going to lead off with magic above all. So sometime this morning, I don't know if it was, I don't know, it felt like just as I was getting to work, it was happening, but I know it was around nine or 10 o'clock this morning. Um, the magic put out like a new hype video, uh, to announce and a, and a press release to announce their new marketing campaign magic above all. We talked about this a couple weeks ago when there were rumors about the new jerseys and the new court and all that stuff. That there's rumors of the Magic rebranding, and and we one of the main points that we tried to hit home was the fact that we were over the the pure Magic. Yeah. So just some there's kind of mixed reviews. Some people are like, oh man, I love it. Some people are eh, not so big on it, but a lot of people are like, at least it's better than pure Magic. It's better than what we had. So uh, some people have voiced that they wanted like defend the kingdom. You know, for instance, was a, another thing in reference to Magic Kingdom Disney, but. I I just I feel like sometimes they're like leaning too much into the Disney, too much into the yeah. family friendly, all that stuff. So, uh, but but Will, what are you, what are your thoughts on on Magic above all? Like, I how mean, does that I how like does that resonate with you? I like what it represents. You know, fans, community, the team, all of us together. Um, so I like that aspect of it. So I like it. I like, I like it, it too. You know? I mean, it's kind of like I mean, I'm wearing a Magic shirt right now as I do probably two or three three days a week to work but like it's for me it's god family and friends and then magic <laughs> above right, all yeah. so that's just like for me it's just like that's how i live my life magic above all like it's one of the most important things to me and yeah um obviously we we take time to do this each week to to do this podcast uh just thank you to the people that have kind of expressed that you guys like what we do and that you enjoy the show and that really that really means a lot that's why that's why we do this but um yeah magic above all like you said i think it just encapsulates everything that the magic are about um the fans the city the community the team just magic above all like i just i don't know i just i'm really digging it yeah and you know just uh, us going into a new chapter you know us the team the city like going back making it t- back to the playoffs it's just like you know it it gives it a feel like Something cha- it's is like changing. championship like that's the mentality like right we're here to do it for the city for the fans like we're we're here to to get stuff done now where pure magic was cool and you know it's cool while it lasted and whatnot but um magic above all you know it's gonna be fun it's gonna be fun it just feels like we've like turned the corner i i guess you would say and this 
you know, anytime like you go through a breakup, like some people will get a haircut or dye their hair or they're like, okay, now I'm going to get in shape. Like once you put bad things behind you and you're trying to, you know, basically create a new path forward, sometimes change is a really, really good thing. Now, one of the, the criticisms that I have heard about the slogan is that it wasn't accompanied by a complete rebrand. It wasn't accompanied by, you know, a New Jersey, you know, announcement or anything like that. Now, that's not to say that those things aren't coming. Yeah. But some people kind of want it all to be they packaged all want it, at the yeah, same time. They all want it at the same and, time. And, I mean, that would be cool. Like, we'd definitely be way more hype. We'd have more stuff to talk about right now on the podcast. Um, but as slow of a summer as it, it's just, like, dragging on, we, we're still, like, seven weeks away, six weeks away from, like, training camp and all that stuff. Yeah. We do have uh, the FIBA World Cup coming up in a few weeks, so that will be really fun to talk about. Uh, but I just like the fact that they announced it. Maybe a few weeks from now, they'll give us something else. So it's just something to kind of get you through the summer slowly. But, yeah. If this isn't accompanied by, you know, an eventual rebrand and new, I mean, I know we're getting new jerseys, but um, I I think a lot of people are looking for like a complete overhaul and um, yeah, we're going to see what happens in the coming weeks. But yeah, I'm, I think most people are pretty excited about it. I think it's, I really like it. I don't find it corny or anything. I, I, I dig it a lot. Yeah. And you seem to feel the same way. Yeah. I just want to hear how they're going to say it on, you know, on national, like on national David TV, Steel. David Steele's like, just gone. It's pure magic. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, but it's not gonna have the same like, magic above all. Yeah, you know, when, you gonna, know, at yeah. the end, like a big shot. Yeah, and you can't just be like magic, magic above, above all. all. <laughs> like it's gonna sound weird. Yeah. So I want to see how like David Steele integrates yeah. it into you know the yeah, broadcast. D- David David Steele, he'll definitely find a a way to to incorporate it and make make a pretty good call out of it. But but we'll wait and see, man. I just ah. Uh, just when stuff like this comes out, it's just like, all right, let's start playing ball again. Like I, w- I was just telling my wife, like every day we go without Magic basketball, a, another piece of me inside just dies off. Like yeah. I just can't wait to get back to it. I can't wait to be sitting here talking to you about like the actual games, and that's a fun thing about you know we're trying to do this all summer, and like you know, admittedly we're almost having to come up with things to you know to to make shows about. But as my mom's dog walks by, you you guys might hear that in the background. My wife and I hate this dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But, um, yeah, man, I'm just going to be excited when we can start talking about the games again and, and just the the dynamic of the on-court product is I, what yeah, I'm really looking forward to. And by that time, to. we'll know if Fultz is back. And Oh, know. my gosh. Yeah, let's let's talk about that. So we saw yet another Fultz video. Did you see the video of him dunking at the I saw Sports Academy? Yeah. And then I tweeted out, like – I was half joking because I know that like the the shoulder you know doesn't really have much to do with him dunking because he was still dunking before, but it's like he's putting out all these videos like and well, he was throwing it down with like some force. It wasn't yeah, just I was like, uh, you know the guy had a bad shoulder, right? Yeah, for him to even be dunking is still pretty pretty cool to see. I mean, he was still dunking with the bad shoulder, but again, but he like said that, it was one of those. Well, I don't he, know if it was like that. He, he well, I, in, in, there was a couple dunks that he had in games that were pretty impressive, but okay. as he said, it was one of those things where like it was a day day by day thing. Like some days he'd wake up, his arm would feel fine. Yeah. Some days he'd wake up and he's had would have all this pain and numbness and tingling and all that stuff. So, um yeah, but still pretty impressive. I just I can't help but get excited. We I talked on Twitter that there's like these two camps, the people that are really excited for Fultz right now and then the people that are like, I need to see it on the court first. And both sides are fine. I personally am just part of the camp that like I'm excited now. 
That's how I like to live my life. Be super excited now, and then if I'm crushingly disappointed later, then okay. What, what's the Dr. Seuss saying? Don't be sad it's over. Be happy that it happened. Sure. That's me. I try yeah. to be happy that we had this cool, false excitement and all this stuff, and whatever. Yes, I'm still sad when it's over, but <laughs> but that it remains to be seen with Markel Fultz. So I'd we'll rather not be happens. as disappointed, um, you know, just in case. That's fine. But no, I'm excited too. Like I'm I'm in between because I'm I'm excited to see him play, but I also want to see what he's gonna do yeah. before I'm like you know jumping out the roof and. You well, know. everybody, I mean, if you've ever been in my house, 99% of you have never been in my house. But if you've been to a, a, a game, a magic game at my house while my family and I are watching the magic games, when it's like, when like big things happen or it's a close game, like I become very, very animated. Yeah. And I'm nowhere near that right now with Markel Fultz. So just that in itself, like, yes, my expectations are a little bit tempered, but I'm, I'm still letting myself get fairly excited. So. Um, yeah. Is there anything that we're missing that happened recently with the Magic? Or do you um, want to get right to the no, episode? No, I think uh, the Aaron Gordon talking about um, Oh, yeah. Mar- him talking about Markel, saying, saying Markel, you know, he's he, people are sleeping on him. If that kid wakes up, you know, he's a he's, he's an a monster, absolute yeah. monster. So, um, yeah. That's good signs, though, you know? Yeah, I him mean. talking about Markel like that. Yeah. I think everybody knows and, what the kid's potential is. Well, but we're I mean, just going to have to wait and see if it actually manifests. Yeah, if anybody would know, like, how he's doing, it should be the guys on the team. Everybody's just so tight-lipped, though. Yeah, and he's not always in Orlando. <clears throat> yeah. Like, I don't know where the Mamba Sports Academy is. I think it might be in L.A., but. It sounds like it might be, like, Yeah, California it makes sense. He's, you know, Lakers, all all that crap. Yeah. So, um, but, yeah, that's Anybody talking about Markel in a positive light at this point to me is a positive thing. So, But let's go ahead. Let's get into this week's episode. So like we talked about, you know, this has been a really slow last couple of weeks as far as news, especially as it pertains to the Magic. Free agency is over. Uh, we do have a few guys that are going to be playing, you know, in the FIBA World Cup. Um, Al Farouk Aminu is going to be playing for Nigeria. Vooch is going to be playing for Montenegro. Evan Fournier is going to be playing for France. Jonathan Isaac is going to be playing for the USA select team. I think that covers everybody. I don't think we have anybody yeah, else that's going to be so playing, uh, participating <laughs> in the FIBA World Cup. But um, So this week, uh, Will and I have been talking about this for a couple weeks now, but we thought it would be a really cool idea uh, for him and I to do like a all-time magic fantasy draft. So basically what we're going to do, we're going to flip a coin here in a second to see who gets the first pick, but we're just going to go back and forth and we're going to put together our own 10-man rosters for the Magic. And then maybe after we do that, maybe we can take a look at the rosters and uh, and see exactly you know how, what kind of style of play each of our teams will be looking at. And then maybe we'll do like a Twitter thing where you guys uh, that listen to the show can vote on you know who's who think you, you know put together the the best team here. So without further ado, and I, I we have a change jar in my house. And I went to grab a quarter out of the change jar because anytime I, I don't come home with change often, I don't like to carry cash on me. But yeah. when I come home with change, I put it in this change jar, right? So when you are when you go to flip a coin, Will, what kind of coin do you typically go for? A quarter. You go for a quarter, right? Yeah. So here I am like an idiot digging in this change jar. And I turned to my wife. I said, I said, babe, did you like ransack all the quarters out of this? And very <laughs> nonchalantly, she goes, oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah, great. So I'm about to flip. What year is this nickel? A 2014 Liberty Nickel. I don't even... 
Um, this is going to sound really bad. I don't know who's on the front of this. I don't know who that guy is. Is it That's John right. Adams? Is it I, Andrew I Jackson? Thomas Jefferson? Who knows? All right. Will, call it in the air. Heads. Ooh, Will got heads. Ooh. All right. So we've got our list of magic players here. So, dun, 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 or ha- ding, 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 whatever that. Know. You know the sound that I'm talking yeah. about, right? When when they did the NBA draft. People are going to be making fun of me for that, but I, don't, I really don't care. With so. the first pick. In the 2019 six-man show, Orlando Magic all Fantasy time. Draft. Yeah, all-time right. Fantasy you, yeah, who, So who are you taking with the number one pick? I'm taking Shaq. Yes! I'm so happy you did that. Okay. Yeah. It sounds bad, but now I'm, I'm taking T-Mac 100%. Oh, yeah. man. Okay. Yeah, because who are you going to take now? I'm taking Penny. You're taking you're taking Penny. All right, I'm trying to actually jot some of these down. So I'll let's try to. So you got, you got Shaq and Penny. Shaq and Penny all day. All right, that's fair. And we're we're taking these guys like in their prime. We're not. But we're talking about all time at when they played. When they played for, for the, magic. the magic. So I have no choice now but to take Dwight. Okay. So Makes you got sense. Shaq and Penny. I've got I've got T Mac and Dwight so far. All right. Let me think. Let me think. Who else would I take? Um, you know, it just got a little tricky right there. I'm gonna have to take Rashard Lewis. Ooh, Rashard Lewis. That's a solid pick. Um, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Jameer. Jameer as your point guard? As my point guard. Very nice. Over, I mean, you took Penny. Who? I mean, I don't really have too many other options nice. at point guard now. No, it makes sense. Um, Come on, Will. You got you to gotta speed this up a little no, bit let faster me think, Let me think because uh, we got a lot of good guys here. But are we going by position or just overall it's up, top? It's up to you. I mean, however, right. you if you want to start five centers, go ahead and start five centers. You're not going to hurt my feelings. And see, I, I would go Grant Hill, but with the Magic – He's a no go. Okay. So I'm gonna go with Hito. Oh, I was about to take Hito, bro. I'm gonna go with Hito. Oh man. Okay. Let me take a quick look here. Uh, let's go down the line here. So I've got T Mac, Dwight, Jameer. I am gonna go. Let's see here. Yeah, I wish I can kind of like cross them off my computer. I know, right? Yeah, we we've got these lists in front of us, and like I'm trying to keep a, a like a running tally of of who we're taking, but. Let's see. So you've got you went Hito. So I've got T Mac, Dwight, Jameer. Let's see. I've got a little bit of shooting. I think I could use a little bit more shooting. See, it's here. a little. It's a little hard. It is, right it now, is right? a little bit hard. You know what? I am gonna go. Oh, this is tough. We're gonna get killed for this because we didn't really prepare for this. We're just no. Trying this to do kind this of winging it right now. Yeah. We're just winging this. I'm gonna go D three, or three. Excuse me, D three. I'm going three D. I'm going Dennis 3D. Scott. Okay. Wait. I think I got it right here. I think I can. No, I don't want a crayon. I think I can cross them out here. Oh, what you got the well, touch screen? You're paint, going, you're going paint. paint. With, yeah, with paint. Right. So let me see if I can. Okay, I got. Let's see. I got Penny. Can I draw on this? I don't know. I got if Hito. I can. Nope, it's not gonna let I me. I got Shaq, and then you have. I took uh, T Mac, Dwight, Jameer, and Dennis Scott so far. T Mac. All right. <clears throat> Man, we got no power forwards in this list so far. I'm gonna have to go with. Whew, it's tough, man. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna go have with. To, I'm gonna do. I'm, some, have to do some post. I'm gonna go with. And cut some of this together. I'm gonna go with JJ. You're gonna go with JJ. I'm gonna go oh with man, JJ. You're, 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 so you're filling out the the starting five right there. So you're starting Shaq, Penny, Rashard, Hito, and JJ Redick. Let's see. So I. I oh man. So I need a power forward here. Uh, in that case, I'm gonna go with Horace Grant. So T Mac, Dwight, Jameer, Dennis Scott, Horace Grant. I'm a little uh a little two thousands heavy right now, but that's okay. Yeah. Um so I'll go with 
I'm gonna have to go with Vooch. Ooh, that's yeah. a that's a sneaky pick. I'm not gonna lie, because that's, that's actually where I was going next for my for my backup center position. Let's see here. Let's go. I know I'm not. I'm not quite ready. I'm not quite ready for Pat Garrity. Um, you know what? Next up, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson. Good pick. Just don't let him shoot free throws. That's messed up. That's it's too um, soon. Too soon. Twenty twenty five years. Yeah. <laughs> so you went Nick. Yep. I'm gonna go with Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, you uh, you sly dog. I don't like you at all right now. Oh man. Remember, we're leaving. Five guys aren't going to be on. I know this is really getting this is really getting tight here. Um, I think next. Oh man, I really uh, I need to do this before I'm left with a different option. So my backup center is going to be Marching Gortat. Gortat was solid when he was with us, though. Yeah, he was a good backup. What was the last pick that you that you went with? Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, you slide dog. Um, Mikhail. Petrus is really good too, bro. Okay, that's fine. So I'm gonna go with Mikhail. You're gonna go with Mikhail Petrus. Yeah. In that case, I am gonna take my boy Terrence Ross. You got T Ross. T Ross. I'm just messing this whole thing up right now. Are you really? With colors. Yeah. Well, I think we've, All right. we we we're, you went we with T Ross. Two, two more picks each here. All right, two more. So I'm gonna go with Scott Skiles. Scott Skiles. Let's see. So I've got I've got T Mac, Dwight, Jameer, Dennis Scott, Horace Grant, Nick Anderson, Marching Gortat, Terrence Ross. Hmm. I think I need another I need, think I need another power forward here. I'm trying to think, trying to think, trying to think. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with my boy Bo Outlaw. That's All a good right. pick. Yeah. All right, we we got our our final our final picks here. I I feel like you're beating me at is this. Is this the final final pick? This is the final. Well, you have a pick and I have a pick left. Okay. Um, and that'll be our our ten man roster on each team. Whew. I'm gonna have to go with Jonathan Isaac here. Ooh, solid solid pick, solid pick. Okay, so I've got two shooting guards. I've got two centers, two power forwards. Two shooting guards, so I think I think I need to draft an, uh, another point guard here. But that being said, Penny's gone, Jameer's gone. Ooh, it comes down to Daryl Armstrong and DJ Augustine for me of the players that we have left here. Hmm. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Let me think. Think hard. Think. I'm thinking hard. I'm trying to. I've I've got I've Gotta got search something. Up the, I've got something. The numbers. Up, I've got some something up my sleeve here. Give me one second. Steve Francis. Oh, you know what? I'm taking Steve no, Francis. No, I'm taking no, Steve No, you can't Francis. take him. You can't take I'm him. I'm taking the franchise. You can't take him because, one, he's not on the list. It doesn't matter. No, he's not on the matter. list. doesn't matter. How do, Number we, how, two, do we leave, listen, how do we leave Steve Francis no, 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 on no. the list? Listen, because <laughs> I was gonna, I was waiting for you to pick between these final players so I can ask you if there is a player that's not on this list, who would you have? Because I was going with Stevie Franchise. The answer is Steve Francis. No. I don't know how we left him off of the list that we made, but All I right. Steve if you Francis, go with Steve Francis, I'm gonna have to go. I'm gonna have to take. I love Scott Skiles when you know thirty assists, but I'm gonna take him off the list and I'm gonna put Skip to my Lou, Ray for Austin. Okay, I, that I respect guy that. Took us to the I to the finals. That. I respect that. So let's let's. This is and I, anybody listening. Thank you for if you're li- still listening to this point. Thank you because we completely wing this. I'm gonna really try to edit this the best that I can in post because I know there's a lot of 
like instances where we were just sitting here saying absolutely nothing while trying to figure this out. But let, let's look at Will's team. So Will took Shaq number one overall, then yeah. took Penny Hardaway, Rashard Lewis, Hito Turkoglu, JJ Redick, Nikola Vucevic, Aaron Gordon, Michael Petris, Rafer Alston, and then Jonathan Isaac. I ended up with T Mac, Dwight Howard, Jameer Nelson, Dennis Scott, Horace Grant, Nick Anderson, Marcin Gortat, Terrence Ross, Bo Outlaw, Steve Francis. I I don't know why Steve Francis came into my mind at the very last second. See, I've been thinking about it since like our fifth or sixth pick. Well, I was like, man, this the point guard, like once we Well, because we DJ was sitting there and like DJ is the Raptor slayer, you know. I thought I was I was gonna take DJ, but then Steve Francis just jumped into my mind. So I feel a much better about my depth right now than I did prior to making that pick. <laughs> All right, so that was that was pretty fun, guys. Thanks for sticking with us here with that. Uh, we'll we'll post these on on social media. You guys can vote for whoever you thought had the the better team here. So um, before we wrap up, like we've been doing each week, uh, let's get to some fan questions. So we appreciate everybody that's been sending in um, a lot of fan questions. It's it's really been a lot of fun for us to you know go through these and and answer these. Uh, so just you know, keep sending your guys questions in. It, it, it's really been a lot of fun. So okay. First question here, this is from Mikey Clark on Twitter, at MikeyClark87. So which player is going to be the biggest surprise, not named Fultz, and which player is going to be the biggest disappointment this year for the Magic? The biggest surprise? You take biggest surprise, I'll take biggest disappointment. Ooh. Well, let me say this. I don't think there's going to be a the biggest disappointment. I'm hoping that there's not. The biggest surprise of, of our guys... Um, I would say maybe Mo, if you know, if I, man, that's a tough question too. I don't want to say any of our guys are aren't gonna, they're not capable of like surprising us. But if Mo can take that extra step, right, and you know he's making those shots, I th- that's gonna be a, a better like a good surprise for me. You know, I feel like he can do it, but to see him do it, it's a, it's a, like Fultz, like just knowing that they can do it and seeing them do it in games is two different things. So I want to see Mo come back healthy. And if he's putting up numbers, like pretty good, pretty good numbers, you know, that's going to be a good surprise for me. Right. So uh, biggest disappointment. And we kind of touched on this a little bit last week, but I think just with all of the guys that, you know, we're expecting to take a step up, Jonathan Isaac, Mo Bamba, Evan Fournier, hopefully Markel Fultz, um, I might did I already say Aaron Gordon, not sure. But with all those guys that we're hoping are going to take a step forward, I think the biggest disappointment is going to be Vooch. I think just with those guys stepping up, taking bigger roles in the offense, I just think he's going to take a little bit of a step back. I think he's still going to be phenomenal. I think he's going to have a great season. But those people that are maybe counting on him to make his second All-Star this year, I think those people might be disappointed. The other, the other person that I was thinking about is, is a guy like Terrence Ross. As much as Terrence Ross is a, a huge fan favorite, he had such a great year last year. He had yeah. the best year of his career. If he comes out and he plays to that level again, I will not be surprised at all. But I also won't be too surprised if he kind of sinks a little bit and comes back to you know his, his median somewhere around 
the you know like 13 uh, maybe 14 points a game uh, where I think he was pretty close to 16 points a game last year so those two guys and I don't even want to say disappointments because I really don't think anybody on the on the team is the expectations are, are so high, and if they fall short of that, it's going to be a huge disappointment. I just don't see anybody with that kind of, um, like, I, I, we just don't have many polarizing guys on the team where you, you're going to expect them to have this great year and they have a, a terrible year. I mean, for me, like, disappointment would be if Aaron Gordon doesn't take that next step. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a possibility For me, you know, if well. he stays similar to what he did last year and the year before, and he doesn't make that, like, even if it's a small leap forward – to potential all-star like even closer to what we thought he was last year if he doesn't make that leap then i'm gonna be like that's my biggest disappointment because for years now we've been like this guy's he's he's, up next he's yeah he's capable of being an all-star he's capable of this and that and this and that so that's what i'm hoping for for me aaron gordon needs to hit 18 points a game this year he could do it. He, he was at 16 points a game last year. He wasn't a major focal point in the offense, just really let the game come to him. Um, shot pretty efficiently uh, from three-point um, from the from the three-point line. So I expect him to make that next step and get to that 18 points a game. Once you start getting into the 18, 19 you know, points a game, if you're also adding you know, six or seven rebounds, four or five assists a game. I think that he's also shown that he's capable of. Once you put up those type of numbers, if you're on a, a five or a six seed in the East come time for the all-star voting, he's a guy that we could see make his first all-star appearance. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so so be on the lookout for Aaron Gordon. Next question from our guy uh, at Playoff, Playoff Markel on Twitter. Should Okiki play this season or should he be staffed for ne- stashed for next season? I mean, there's no there's no need to rush him this season. I just don't want to stash him. And this is the thing that I honestly don't know about stashing. If we stash him, does he still have all the access to the facilities? Is he still able to work with the trainers on the team? All this stuff. Because if he's not, absolutely not. If he's not going to have full access to the Amway Center, if he's not going to be able to work with, you know, the, the uh, you know, physical trainers on the team and the physical training staff and all that stuff, then absolutely not. No offense to the guys in Lakeland, but the guys in the NBA are in the NBA for a reason. They're being staffed by NBA teams for a reason. They're the best of the best. Chuma needs to be with the best of the best. We used a number one overall draft pick on this kid. A lot of people thought that it was a reach because of his injury history. You're taking the chance on this kid. You need to do things right from day one. At this point, I don't even care if you go into the luxury tax to sign him. Sign the kid, get it done, put, quote-unquote, put your arms around the kid like you guys say you always want to do. If this kid has the potential that a lot of people think that he has, we need to do things the right way from day one. Yeah. So, no arguments there? No. You agree with that? All right, I appreciate that. Next up from the Sage, at What's Up Sage on Twitter. This is a really good question. What would impact our season more? Fultz playing 70 games at 20 minutes a game? Or Evan Fournier shooting thirty seven percent from three. It's a it's. I thought That's about it now because I saw this question come in earlier. So I I have my answer All to right, this. I'm just gonna say, Evan. Okay. I'm gonna say Evan. Why do you say Evan? Because we still don't know for sure what Fultz is capable of. Um, but Evan being being able to shoot 30, 37, You said thirty seven percent. What, Aaron what, Gordon shot a better percentage from three last year than Evan did. Evan what, shot like 34%. Yeah, 37 is pretty good, or at least it's decent. Um, yeah, I mean, 
we all want Evan to be able to knock down shots. Right. When he's taking them. Like, that's that's his thing. So, I'm going to say Evan. I'm going to say Evan also. And for basically for the exact same reason that you did, I, I just want to speak on uh, something a little bit more here. So, like you said, we don't know what we're getting out of Fultz. As, as excited as we can all be. Um, but, but we saw the few weeks, I want to say it was... <laughs> like the middle or beginning of March where Evan was shooting the ball pretty well. And that's like, that's part of the, the reason we were able to go on that 22 and nine run is Evan Fournier did play a little bit better down the stretch of the NBA season. Didn't play well in the playoffs, but almost nobody did. Um, But Evan being able to shoot from 37% for the entire season. Had we had that last year, we might've been looking at 46 or, or 47 wins. Yeah. So we don't know what we're getting out of Fultz, but if, if we know that we're getting Evan, the knockdown shooter that we need him to be, then we have a knockdown shooter in the starting lineup in Evan Fournier. We have a knockdown shooter in the in the bench unit with Terrence Ross. Yep. It's going to open the floor for guys like DJ Augustine. It's going to open the floor for, for guys like Jonathan Isaac and Aaron Gordon, who I think are going to be trying to get to the rim more. Um, it's, it's just going to open you know things up for, for the other guys on the team. It's going to allow us to reach a, a whole other level uh, as a team if Evan Fournier is shooting the ball like Evan Fournier is fully capable of. Nobody really understands why he kind of took that that step back last year, why he went through a, a year-long shooting slump. But, yeah, I, I just think right now if Evan is shooting 37% from three, we know what we're getting. Even if Fultz plays 70 games, you know, 20 minutes a game, we still don't quite know what we're getting. If we didn't have Fultz and we only had Michael Carter-Williams, but we had Evan shooting 37% from three, I mean, I would be very confident in saying this team, you know, wins 44, 45 games no matter what. I still feel like that. I'm confident this team hits 44, 45 wins. I'm going to be putting money on the over for the Magic to hit the over on its, you know, 41 and a half games or, yeah. or whatever the case is. But yeah, so you and I largely agree on that. Next, uh, our boy Eli W, E to the dub on Twitter. Over or under the sixth seed next season in the Eastern Conference? Over or under? What do you think? I'm gonna say over, because I'm super confident. The fi- you're think you're you're thinking the fifth seed? We can make the fourth or fifth seed. I'm gonna say push on this. Basically, like when you make a bet, you don't win, you don't lose. I'm gonna say the Magic are the sixth seed next season. I think. Let's look at the usual suspects up at the top. I think Philadelphia is going to be number one. Philly. I think I just think the addition of, of Al Horford is going to be really huge so for them. Philly. I like Josh Richardson, Milwaukee, Milwaukee, and then let's see the three seed. I think is going to be Indiana. Victor Oladipo comes back healthy. He's going to okay. be ready to go. Then you're going to have some kind of mixture of of the the Celtics, the Nets. See, I don't Miami. I, I'm not super big on the Nets. Why not? Because it's just Kyrie. But they only lost D'Angelo. We'll see how Kyrie's that's, that's chemistry the, that's does. That's the X but factor. If he screws up that team, they're going to be worse. The Nets were what seed? The sixth seed. Do you think Kyrie makes that team a lot more better than D'Angelo? Not, not a whole lot better, but I do think the team that was above them last year, Indiana and Boston. Indiana is going to be a little bit better once Oladipo comes back. They've got Malcolm Brogdon now. They've See, got I they've think, got Jeremy Lamb. Yeah, I think Boston's going to be 
But Boston, I think, is going to be. I think they're going to take a little bit of a step back because See, I not only did so. they lose Kyrie, but they lost Al Horford. I think okay. So Al Horford is a big. To me, loss, that's a bigger deal than them losing Kyrie. The chemistry between that team was so broken with Kyrie right. that I think I, these guys are going to step it up big time. And Gordon Hayward's got another year. I hope. Under his I belt. really hope we get to see the like. The I Gordon think we're going to see. I don't know if we'll see the Gordon Gordon Hayward of like from Utah, right? But. Hopefully he's a lot closer to that than he was, you know, last season's Gordon right. Hayward. But I, still, me, I think I think the Magic are, are going to be in in the sixth seed. Now that will probably end up only being by up by a game or two, but I, I think most likely the Magic end up at the sixth seed. So Will is going over. I'm going at the sixth seed. Going to push on on that bet there. Next up uh, from our guy uh, at Pure Magic 407 from Twitter. Who do you think will have a better season, Aaron Gordon or Jonathan Isaac? Aaron Gordon. I think Aaron Gordon as well. We expect Jonathan Isaac to take that next level. Yeah. But overall, I mean, Aaron Gordon offensively is still, to me, a lot further along than Jonathan Isaac is. I still think Aaron Gordon right now is the better defender than Jonathan Isaac. So overall, I'm going to go with Aaron Gordon yeah, on that. Yeah, I think it's simple. Yeah. Aaron it's Gordon. Pre- pretty straightforward. But thank you for the question. I'm going to mess this one up. Maybe not. Um, at Callum underscore DCFC11 from Twitter, which is more likely, Aaron Gordon averaging 20 points per game or Isaac averaging 16 points per game? He said, love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Thank you, my guy. I appreciate that. So Aaron Gordon averaging 20 or Jonathan Isaac averaging 16? What do you think is more likely? I think Gordon averaging 20. I think so as well. Why do you think so? I just, We're agreeing on I way just too want, much today. I, yeah, I want like him this. to be the all-star he's capable of. So 20 points. But okay, but we're not talking about what we want. What do we really think? Like logically, what do you think is going to happen? I think he can. I think he can score twenty, twenty-one. I definitely think he can get to the to the twenty points per game. Like for sure. A couple seasons ago, I, I believe he was at at sixteen or, or seventeen points a game. There, him, Evan Fournier, Vucevic, kind of all were yeah. averaging kind of around the same thing. There. Let me pull this up. To really me, quickly. though, he uh, sometimes he tends to rely on that jump shot too much. Um, when he can just go to the basket because he's so much like stronger and faster than a lot of the um, players defending him. So two or three easy buckets in the lane, that's what, six points? If Boom. he starts getting to the free throw line more, that, that'll that be a big deal yeah. as well. So. Yeah, two years ago, 17.6 points per game. So um, only averaging, you know, one and a half more field goal attempts than he did last year. So um, he is, you know, getting more efficient. The three-point percentage continues to uptick. Last year, it was uh, he's right below 35% at, at 34.9. So if he can get up to the 36 37% from three-point line, that will be huge. Uh, but yeah, I definitely think that Aaron Gordon is more likely to score 20 points a game than Jonathan Isaac is scoring 16 points a game. We're really ripping through some of these here. Uh, another question from uh, at Luca Lockhart on Twitter. How many minutes do you think Birch will see early on in the season? He was so impactful last season. Hopefully Vucevic, Bamba, don't squeeze him out. That's tough. Luca Lockhart, my guy, I think your your fears are going to become a reality. I do think that Vucevic and Bamba, unless one of those guys gets hurt, Birch is not probably going to see the floor at all. Yeah, I mean, it just depends if they want Bamba to play heavy minutes early in the season. You know, if he's not playing those big minutes, then you can see Birch, you know, obviously taking those minutes from, from, from Mo. Um, but later on into the season, I don't, I don't see Birch playing too much. 
Right. Yeah. Like we've you know said the last couple of weeks, you know they they re-signed Vooch. You know the I think and I pray and I hope that the goal is still to develop Bamba behind Mo. People are not happy about what did I just say? Why are you looking you at me weird? Develop Mamba behind Mo. I said Mamba. No, you said like Bamba Ma- Bamba behind Mo. I meant Bamba behind Vooch. Okay, okay. But you looked at me weird, so I knew that I messed something up. Yeah, people are worried about how Mo is going to develop behind Vooch. Mo can't develop at all if he's not playing at all. Yeah. If Birch is playing, he's going to be getting almost all of the backup minutes at center. I just don't see that happening. So, yeah. unfortunately, I like Kem. He's a super nice guy. Met him in person. Not trying to brag or anything. Uh, but um, don't look at me like that. Uh, but, yeah, I just think that Birch is going to kind of be the odd man out. Another guy that I think is going to be the odd man out is going to be Wessel Wundu. I mean, yeah. with... with um, with Alfaruk Aminu now, I just he, I see his numbers getting cut as well. Is uh, his minutes getting cut? So I'm not really happy about that. I really like Wes. I think he's a, a real like legit quality NBA role player. Hopefully he can beat out Alfaruk and uh, yeah. or, or at least just find his way onto the floor. So last question here from our boy Nate Turner at Wookie zero two six on Twitter. Do you reckon, and I don't reckon often, but he's <laughs> asking, do you reckon if Fultz is healthy, you could have a lineup of Augustine, Fultz, Ross, Isaac, Gordon as some sort of small ball lineup. What do you think? If he's healthy? Yeah. Augustine, so we have Augustine Fultz, at point Ross, and then Isaac, Gordon. Fultz, he'd be – I mean, it's possible. Yeah. It's I, possible. I, mean, I'm, I really haven't put too much thought into it, but I am intrigued by that. Um, Augustine, Fultz, Ross, Isaac, Gordon – uh, maybe at some points I'd like to even see Evan in with that lineup. Yeah. Uh, just because give them another ball handler, Augustine, Fultz, uh, Fournier, all three of those guys that can kind of you know play on or off the ball a little bit would be a lot of fun. Uh, but just the you know the ability to, to shoot the explosiveness out of Fultz, Ross, Isaac, and Gordon, those guys, DJ kind of facilitating that offense. Yeah. He's a great spot up shooter as well. Um, yeah. I, that would be a lot of fun, in my opinion. I, I don't know if we'll see that. Yeah, I don't think we'll see it. But Cliff doesn't really seem to be a small ball kind of guy. That doesn't really seem to be the the direction that the Magic are are headed. They're really looking for that big, the length, know, that, dude. That, that, that lineup. Another uh, lineup that from this that would be kind of fun would be like a Fultz, Ross, Isaac, Gordon, and Mo Bamba. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. If if Ross could, you know, bump up the the defensive mm. effort a little bit. I mean, you're looking at Fultz, long, lengthy, can get after it defensively. Yeah, Ross, long, lengthy, if he can step it up on defense. But then Isaac, Gordon, Bamba, who is scoring on that team? And then if Fultz can or even can't shoot, if he's just the playmaker in that lineup, gets to the rim, he can kick it out to any one of those guys. Ross, Isaac, Gordon, Bamba. Yep. So that'd be another uh, a pretty cool lineup as well. Dude, I'm excited for the season to start I, dude, and see if I, any of these lineups yeah. come we'll true. The weirdest thing to me last year was even when Mo was healthy, we almost never saw the B.I.G. lineup of Bamba, Isaac, and Gordon. I think yeah. uh, a, a friend of mine actually looked it up once for me. Like They had played like a total of like seven minutes together on the floor or something crazy like that. It just... I don't know why you wouldn't throw those guys out there. The length, the defensive versatility, just all that stuff is enough to set your hair on fire. Yeah. But, um, yeah, that's all the questions that we have. Uh, 
for this week. So uh, each week we'll kind of throw it out there, send in your questions when we're getting to record the pod. Uh, but just keep it coming. It's a lot of fun. I like that it's a way for us to shout you guys out. Thank you guys for your support. It's a way for you guys to also contribute to the show. Oh, yeah. So hopefully it's you know pretty fun for everybody. Uh, but yeah, that's really all that we have for this week. Uh, if you guys haven't already, please subscribe to the show. Leave a, a rating, a review. All really helps us out a whole lot. Check out the sixmanshow.com, our website that we put up pretty recently. And uh, as always, guys, just thank you for the love. You know, just just keep it coming, keep rocking with us. We really appreciate the support. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of fun doing the show. Cool to hang out with my boy Will here, as always. Yeah. Um, did I tell you? Uh, I I don't know why, but recently, like I've been really getting into like performance reviews of sneakers. Did I tell you that I bought the Dame Fives? No, you said Twitter. you were gonna you were gonna go. So I bought the Dame Fives on Twitter from this. It's like a secondary market. It's called Kixify. Okay. Right. So the Dame Fives they run like half a size long or ha- yeah. So you have to basically go like down half a size when okay. you wear them, so they fit properly, right? So the Dame Fives they're called the Sugar G's, nicknamed after his mother. They're like a mint green colorway. And, you know, you're out there on the on the court. You know, you want to show off the kicks or whatever. I'm tracking down. There's They're not sold in any, like, primary market, like Foot Locker, uh, really? Foot Action, Finish Line. All sold out. Wow. Mostly of all the Dame models because they haven't released a colorway in a while. Season's getting ready to start. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I finally find a pair on Kixify. I put in the order, pay for it, have to pay a little bit over, you know, the, the price of the shoes to, yeah. to get them. I get a, an email from the seller the next day. Yeah, sorry, there's a, a issue with the inventory database. We don't have that in your size. <laughs> I was like, all right, send me my money back. So now I'm waiting for the refund. I'm trying to get another pair, so we'll see. But I like those Dame Fives, man. Been watching a lot of performance reviews. Some people are a little iffy on the traction, depending on if you're playing on a dusty court. But, I mean, we mostly play outdoors when we play, so I'm not really worried about traction. Yeah. But. Yeah, you know I, I'm trying to get back in this hooping thing. I'm going back to the gym. Back's feeling good. I'm just trying yeah, to get I the cardio that. back. Yeah, the I was at the rec the other day. The jump shot's still wet. No big deal. So yeah, life is good. Life Sweet. is good. So, Sweet. all right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This has been the Six Man Show with your boys Jonathan and Will. And we'll talk to you on the next. We'll catch one. you guys on the next one. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Six Man Show. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and Stitcher to get new episodes downloaded directly to your phone. Please take a minute to give us a five-star rating and a review. It would really help us out a lot. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Six Man Show and like us on Facebook. We'll catch you guys next time. Go Magic!